0: you an aspiring executive in the technology industry who is struggling with perhaps feeling stuck or even stagnant in your current role or possibly being overlooked for promotion, a pay rise or bonus or possibly struggling with discovering new career opportunities? If this is you then I invite you to join me on my next career success masterclass where I will introduce you to the aspiring execs roadmap and share with you the exact five steps to create a successful career in 2023. So click on the link in the show notes to check out the dates available, pick the one that suits you and register your spot today and I look forward to you joining me on the next Career Success Masterclass. See you then. Welcome to the Life Leadership Podcast with myself Leela Singh. All things coaching, career and personal branding. This podcast is for ambitious career professionals like you wanting to create a life of choice and freedom, to be, do and have more through overcoming limitations, to develop new perspectives and insights and to redefine your success, be that in work, health, relationships and so much more. In today's episode, I am speaking with Chirag Pawar. Chirag is a Client General Manager at HP Inc. He leads global virtual account sales teams and manages the business between HP Inc and global strategic clients and partners. He is a strong business development professional with a master's degree focused in international business from a group Ecole Supérieure de Commerce du dijon Burgoyne. In today's episode, Chirag shares why adaptability is key both in a global role and when working in different countries. How creating successful partnerships with clients and partners begins with listen, understand, problem solve. The steps to building one global team and instilling trust. Why your network is critical to overcoming challenges and how success requires you to own your career, adopt an entrepreneur mindset and have a mentor. So let's head over and hear what Cherag has to say. Hi there, and welcome to my brand HQ. It's great to have you here today. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing very well, thanks. How are you?
0: I'm good. I'm very well. I'm really looking forward to chatting with you today. And, and so I wanted to just kick off with, um, if you could share with me and and the audience, just. Tell us a little bit about um, having worked in the same company but in different countries. How was that for you in terms of adapting to the culture shift there?
1: Oh, great question. Uh, it's quite funny that you know I work for the same company, but at the same time I felt that I'm working for the four different companies. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so, so, so the the reason the reason I say that because uh, when you start living in a different country. With a different culture, so of course you know uh, you notice a difference, and the first thing you start have the feeling is to become an adaptive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so so when I started with HP uh, France in you know, a simple thing, right? You know, everyone will say, hey, you know, Bonjour, bonsoir, whether you know uh, them or not. So that's a great thing. You know, it's, it's, it feels very welcoming. Uh, uh, after that, when I went to, to HP Germany, you know, there was a bit of a, of a different, uh, for example, you know, of course, you know, they will also greet you in the morning and the afternoon, but there has to be a typical Friday stuff as well going on. Uh, so that was a bit of a different from me, but again, uh, you know, between France and Germany, you are juggling between two different languages, between two different culture. So especially when you're in HP, yes, almost everyone will speak English. Uh, But as soon as you step out of the of that working culture zone, uh, you're in the real world. So then that's where you feel that, no, you're in a different country and a different company as well. That's a great thing, because when you move, you relocate, uh, you start learning, adapting. And the best thing is that you make all the culture inclusive as well. (laughs) So so for me, like I never get bored. Mm-hmm. even being you know spent almost now 13 years in HP you never feel bored after that I was in HP Scotland again wonderful experience in HP Scotland and then uh, now you know HP London so uh, given that my my role is, is 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 global but this is just something that uh, you know sometimes like if you if you travel as a tourist is a one thing but when you start living in that country and then start adapting to it is a very different thing so, yeah, so, so one thing what I learned was that, that, um, uh, and this is one of the great saying, you know, my, my, my parents used to say that, that be like a water, you know, uh, be adaptive. So that always kept me going. So no matter if I'm struggling with the French language, <laughs> uh, but yes, you know, I was always eager to learn the same in Germany as well. So uh, that, that, that adaptiveness uh kept me going in the, in the four different and today I feel I feel very proud and today I also feel very lucky that I got privileged uh, to explore and and to learn so today if you ask me hey you know do you want to relocate in some other country good opportunity I will not hesitate within a minute I will pack a bag and I will leave <laughs>
0: Yeah, amazing amazing and I love the fact what you talked about being adaptable because I think That in itself is a huge lesson for anyone in life, right? Because we're, people don't like change, generally speaking, they try to avoid it. And we recognize change is constant. It's part of everyday life. So having that ability to adapt in the way that you just described there is is really, really important, particularly from a career point of view, if you're looking to, you know, advance your career up the ladder and you want to have that exposure.
1: Correct. And, And having that adaptiveness, and having that eagerness to learn, it also makes you easy to communicate. Uh, and what I mean with that is that, look, in, a, in, in today's world, of, you know every other, your colleague or every other leader will be someone from different cultures, different culture. But as soon as, uh, imagine if I'm meeting with a French colleague, and if I'm having a little bit of a, you know mingling going on in the French language, that creates a, a, a so ease of comfort uh, same thing you know if someone uh, if someone says to me in my mother language hey you know how are you that creates another level of comfort zone so you know it also makes you easy in communication uh, ease of comfort and that helps uh, for, you know so so yeah so definitely you know adaptiveness is, is the one thing which I will, I will say that, that don't complain about the country or, the, or <laughs> just adapt that culture
0: yeah learn to adapt and to embrace what you have in right. front of you. And, and so just out of interest, then, did you learn the languages as you were there? So once you moved there, you had to start learning the language or did you, uh, were you already?
1: So, 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 so here is a funny thing. Uh, when I moved to France uh, to do my master's, at the time, uh, everything was in English. The courses were in English and everything. So I only knew Bonjour and that's it. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you know, everything is in English. Then, after that, completed my master, started working for HP slowly, slowly. Uh, outside HP, it's a real world. Yeah. So, uh, so, then what happened with that is that uh, I actually started learning. And the good thing, good thing where I was in Dijon and after that, you know, Grenoble, uh, let's say 80% outside on the high street will prefer to speak French. That's a good thing for me because what do I used to ask them in English? They will respond me in French. And that made me learning. <laughs> if 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 they would have if they would have responded in English. Then I would have not, uh, you know, learn that quickly. But this is something that, you know, uh, thanks thanks to the to the Grenoble <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. and and Dijon, that uh, I was able to learn French quite uh, quite quickly. But uh, I can say still, you know, I know 50% of it. At least I can survive. I can communicate. I can understand. Uh, but that's a great thing that I can proudly say that I learned different language. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: That's amazing. Uh, and Germany was the same.
1: Germany was a Germany was the same but I will say that I spent less time in Germany you know like in France almost it was a, uh, 3 to 4 years in Germany it was around about uh, 18 months so I got a 20% of German yes I can I can meet and greet and I can I can share some funny jokes uh, um so but when I went to Scotland oh no my god I I, I changed my slang so. <laughs> So 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 yes, I, I learned I, I learned quite uh, quite funny Scottish uh, slangs, uh, which I'm proud of. So whenever you know I, I meet my Scottish colleagues, they will say, "Hey, Shira, please please share that joke." <laughs> so so I try to I try to pronounce few things in in Glasgowian accent, <laughs> if I if I get a chance. So yeah, again, you know, uh, I mean, believe me or not, um, I didn't knew when I, uh, until I, I I hit Glasgow. That when someone's asking what you up to, is like what are you up to.
0: <laughs> right? Do you watch?
1: Do you watch a football? They will say, "Hey, do you watch a feedback? And I'm like, "Ah, oh, okay." So again, you know, these are the things that in a local versus international, you know, uh, that at one point you're on the platform for international, but then when you touch the local, you start again learning those stuff. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, so that definitely benefited, and uh, I will say. Benefit of traveling and working in different countries with the same company, on the top line is the same company culture. Mm-hmm. At the bottom, you are in the local country culture. <laughs> so, so, so there is a comfort zone that, okay, you're going you're, you're going to work for the company where you know the culture, which is great culture. But at the same time, at the bottom, you're in the country culture as well. So, so that makes you a little bit, how you say a little bit more interactive Mm -hmm. if uh, and also by default without taking any classes you add the skills to your (laughs) self-development
0: yeah so you kind of just automatically by being in that situation and adapting you naturally will grow and thrive because you kind of have to to make correct
1: correct And, and and i learned quite a lot you know i mean every every country had a unique uh experience uh, every v- culture has a, has a unique experience uh had quite a lot of good fun sightseeing and made a very good friends as well
0: fantastic that's amazing and, and you mentioned about having a global role so tell me what strategies have you adopted in dealing with global clients global colleagues and, and i just adding on to what you've just talked about there so building their rapport by speaking their language what else Hi. have you done there to, to be able to ad- adopt
1: so, so, so this, uh, working in different countries definitely gives you a liberty to become <laughs> you know, more smarter in this global role because you're already coming from the mindset of, uh, of adaptiveness. Uh, the, the way I will describe that in my global role, the, how it became, or you know, how did I use my, my learnings uh, is, is A, I will differentiate is one is a global clients and the partners and the second is 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 your colleagues right so your global clients are partners you know they are sitting in a different time zone different country uh, they also need the local touch uh, apart from you only being there so for that the way i see is that i always see that hey start building a bridge so the way you start building a bridge is that you know say for example uh, you have your global client and a partner uh, in 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 india and in singapore then start making sure that you got a good colleague and a team based within India and as well as in Singapore and try to bridge them as well uh, help help to 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 bridge that culture gap because they feel that they're speaking with me but at the same time they have someone at a local as well who are there to support uh, so that's that's that, that that's a one thing B I start learning from my own colleagues first within that, that what are the challenges are going to be within that particular market, what are the uh, success stories are there within that particular market, and uh, particular that countries as well. And then, hey, you know, then start listening to your global clients, understand your global partners as well, and then work in a partnership with your colleagues and with your partners and, uh, and if you apply these simple strategies you know understanding uh, uh doing some homework understanding the local market understanding the local culture understanding the local success stories as well and then implementation it works
0: mm-hmm. fantastic i like that and um you talk about so really it's doing some due diligence isn't it It's to really understand the local uh, markets the local cultures and how you can then integrate both you and your team into that to have Correct. a successful relationship and Correct. then tell me but by doing so what could what do you do to build that circle of trust around you so when you're reaching out to people in the local countries within hp in this case what is it you're doing there because in a lot of cases they're remote to you
1: fixing the problem listen to them <laughs> understand so <laughs> that, that that's a, the listening is the, is is the first thing i would say that you know understand the, understand the challenges uh, understand what you can do and what you cannot uh, do and uh, you know make sure that that you are listening to them make sure that you understand the local challenges as well and then you know create your plan in a partnership with your local colleagues and then implement it so it's it's not a rocket science simple you know uh, understand the local culture understand the need and listen to them and work on a plan to to fix it
0: Simple, right? It's simple. <laughs>
1: I mean, as I say, it's not rocket science, right? Because, yeah. because see, uh, uh, at the end of the day, the fundamentals are same. The, the, the only thing is that how you are going to put those brackets uh, v- into the into the, into the the problem solving line. So that's, that's what I always say that, you know, as far as you keep your fundamentals same, make sure that you know how to put those brackets in line to solve the problem. But, but having having you said that you know creating the trust when the, when your colleagues are sitting in a different country is actually I always learned that listen to them and uh, you know t- take your colleague with you uh, make them equally accountable uh, in your in your journey uh, you know make them believe uh, that we are partners so that's that's the one thing that you know I always say that you know create that partnership with your colleagues uh, that hey together we have to build this. Uh, we have to solve this, and together we have to create a success. And that always, always, uh, always have been work. So as I will always, you know, the, the the best experience I will share is that try to create a valuable partnership with your colleagues. And 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 uh, you know, and once you create the partnership, I can tell you, Leila, that even if you ring them at a very short notice. They'll be immediately focused on your needs very quickly because you have created that partnership, you have invested that in, in, in the partnership with your local colleagues, with your local markets. Mm-hmm. So that's something. And 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 when when that partnership is there, then there is no question of the trust. Because, because you made them accountable in the success journey. They yeah. are the part uh, and, and you are the part together of each other's journey.
0: And I- for me, that's that's a really important point because it's something I, I learned during my career that that's as I did that, it made such a huge difference. It's almost like if you, you know, you talk about making them a partner but make them accountable. I think okay. that's a big part of it because oftentimes what I see is that you know, if you've got a team in another country and you just ask them to do their job and do this activity. And that's it. And they have no clue how they fit in to the big picture of your kind of your strategies, your goals, the business's longer term vision. So they don't feel almost uh, empowered. Let's say, uh, uh, what are they doing? Why are they doing it? It's just a, a little task they're given. And I think by uh, to your point, by creating that partnership, creating that trust with them, but also making them accountable, you build that trust. And Correct. when it is a case of you need to pick up the phone and, and you need a favor done or you need something turned around really quickly, they will do that for you because you've got that relationship there and that's established. And that's something I, I witnessed a lot. And, you know, in, in my case, I can be very chatty and friendly, um, you know, how's the weekend and all of that. But when it comes to getting the work done, the work will right. get done. Right.
1: Correct. Exactly. Exactly. So, and that, that was an easy thing to say that, you know, once you create that partnership, uh, you know, you, you bridge that gap uh, yeah. and, they, uh, and even if, if they phone you uh, at a short notice, you will also prioritize that, that, hey, you know, come on, there is a partnership in a place. The other thing which always also, uh, you know, uh, try to make it a best practice is it's always a we, you know, make sure that when you're dealing with, a, uh, with a, uh, your colleagues in a different, uh, different markets or different countries, make sure that there is a we culture. There is not, a, not, a, not an I culture, you know, that together we success, you know, these are, these are the simple, simple things, but it really matters a lot. And when you are celebrating a success, make sure that every partner is recognized as a we.
0: <laughs> yes. Because
1: yeah. because because it's important that that you know when there's a success, the partnership of every other market should be highlighted uh, uh, as well. So that inclusiveness of, of a we culture has really uh, played a big role uh, in creating all the local partnerships. So, and then once you have that, then then it's easy. So then you, you have that 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 all the fundamentals ready. Partnership is on the top of it, and now you know you're in a motion to run your governance
0: (laughs) yeah absolutely great great advice there and i think you know it sounds simple but it's actually very very powerful
1: it is it It
0: makes such a huge difference and and so tell me then when it comes to within the organization how do you set the right expectations with people and create an impact in the organization so whether it's for yourself or for the wider team how what are what are some of the things that you can do to
1: so setting expectation is, is 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 a big thing so the way the way the the way i work uh, you know say so let's take an example that that you know there is that, there is a global uh, partner and you know we have to work with ex partner uh, how are you going to set up the expectation there are some goals there are some visions but then the way uh, i set up the expectation is making sure that my whole virtual team is aligned to it, that I'm not overstepping it. First of all, that I will, I will carefully understand that whether this can be fulfilled or it cannot be fulfilled, You know that if I'm sharing any, any expectation. The, the funny thing is that I also work with them that they should also set an expectation with me as well. <laughs> So, so it's it's a it's a reverse way that rather than me set an expectation, I want them also to set up an expectation with me. And then when you exchange that uh, that each other's expectations, you come to the conclusion uh, where you all are aligned. Uh, uh, and this is something that you know just don't go and say that hey, I want to do this, I want to do that. No, that's not the way. Uh, I think you know share that what are your expectations, and also at the same time. Take from your colleagues as well that what are their expectations from you as well. And one and once you exchange either expectation, I can I can guarantee you that, that uh, you are always in a win-win uh, situation. So yeah, so to answer your question, the way, way I said the expectation is in a joint teamwork.
0: Yeah. I like that as opposed to it just coming down from above to say this Correct. is what we want to do, this is yeah. what we need. We're going to do is actually having a two-way conversation, right?
1: Correct. Correct.
0: And so, I'm sorry.
1: No, no. There, there are always expectations and goals, right, in everybody's job, right? Uh, But you know, uh, when when you work that expectations in partnership, uh, we all feel that we hear to each other. Okay, there is a big expectation, but we can do together. So that feeling is created. So uh, when you exchange that expectation, if you don't exchange, then it's like someone is imposing on you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's such a that's it is such a big distinction between the two. Correct. Particularly for a team. And so when it comes to things like problem solving, and you mentioned earlier about understanding challenges, challenging situations how or or what part has networking and your connections played for you when it comes to that to helping to to work through that
1: so see uh being uh being a that networking is it it always plays a big role you know especially if uh, uh you know it's just for example, if I was in France or I was in Germany or in Scotland, you know, ex colleague is now working in a different country or ex colleague is working in a different uh, position uh, or different uh, organization. Uh, if you know each other, of course, you know, in that if, if your colleagues know each other, there is a strong networking, they know exactly what your expectations are. It makes it easy as well to, to share uh, your expectation. It may uh, it becomes easy as well. To get result-oriented answers as well. So, 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 networking is like you know, uh, if say, say, for example, like if you, you and I know each other, then you know exactly how I operate, and I know exactly how you operate. So that operativeness becomes much more easier, uh, and, and, and and you you work towards the goal. So I always say that networking is always key, uh, inside, outside, you know, uh, it, it, it it works. Uh, in terms of problem solving, the one thing I will always say that, you know, listen to your global clients and partners. Uh, first of thing, that listen to them, listen to their problems and always fix their problem or at least try to fix their problems if you can fix the problem. That's the one thing I will always say uh, by listening. B, you can always solve the problem if you understand their culture because, uh, you know, somehow every other organization and every other company, a global client or partner, they have a different culture understand their culture, understand their company values, understand the goals, understand the vision. Once you you understand their goals, their visions and their strategy, then try to align your strategy and your vision to help your global client and partner to be the part of their success journey, to be the part of their uh, vision. Uh, And first thing again, make sure that you're understanding. So you have to do their homework. Uh, and this is, a, again, this is a basic thing that, you know, do a homework that uh, invest some time on your global clients and partners. Uh, make, make some background studies as well, you know. Uh, and, and, and definitely, you know, listen to their problems.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, because
1: there's a reason that why they're sharing with you. Because they believe that you can help them and you can, uh, you can help to fix them. So always, always, you know, and I can tell you, if you fix the problem, uh, your relationship uh, uh, will be great because because they they count on you, they count on the partners who stands with them and who fixes the problem. So it's it's I always say it's easy to sign the deal, <laughs> but you know, make sure that when there are the problems, they can count on you.
0: Yeah most important. Yeah, totally. And I'm, there's a theme here as well. I've noticed because, you know, we're talking about both internally and externally and the theme that's coming through for me and what you're saying here is about listening. It's about understanding. It's about the communication. It's about building that connection with people. So very people centric. And and if we move on a little bit to more from a, a point of view of, of career now, um, tell me what, would you say the potential missed opportunities of not letting people know what you want in the workplace? And now talking about a career, what are the potential missed opportunities, would you say?
1: Missed opportunities? Uh, I will not say the missed opportunities. I mean, it's, uh, I always see that there is always an opportunity. <laughs>
0: But if you're not speaking up, so, so what, are the, what, what are the potential missed opportunities for somebody by not letting people know what they want? So for example, that they want a promotion or you know, they want to, to learn about X, Y, and Z, what, what could they potentially miss out on?
1: So, so if I understand the question uh, correctly, that what I would like to, to, to give an advice to the, to the people on the, you know if they don't want to miss out the opportunities. I will say that start uh, making sure that you have your own plan. So I, I have seen that in uh, many times that, you know, X person or Y uh, colleague wants to do this and that, but if he or she doesn't know what they want to do within three years or four years or five years, then, then surely then they're not serious of their career. So start, start investing in yourself and uh, you should know the best at what you want to do next, in next two, three and five years. Create that, create that your own success plan, and then work on the implementation. Don't start working on the implementation if you're not even creating <laughs> your own success plan. So that's, that's, that's advice I would like to give. that, that, you know, create your own success plan and then start working on implementation. Mm-hmm. Not before that.
0: Yeah. Okay. And, and so um, if, it, if we look at something like an individual development plan that you're referring mm-hmm. to there, how important is it for someone to own that and be responsible for it? And the reason I ask you the question is because I've heard time and time again that people saying, well, it's, it's up to my employer, you know, mm-hmm. rather than taking the responsibility themselves.
1: No, it's, it's, it's up, up to you. you. To it's up to you. I mean, employer always give you plenty of platforms. There are plenty of tools, there are plenty of resources, everything is available, but it's up to you. That, uh, you know, I always say that, uh, think yourself that you're an entrepreneur. Have that, have that mindset that, you know, if you want to build your career, think that you're an entrepreneur, it's, it, it is in your hand. It is in your hand how to shape your career. Don't, don't, don't throw on the employers or don't throw on the managers or the leaders, you know. They are there to mentor you, they're there to guide you. And, and share their experience. Uh, and, and as I said, you know, every company, mostly every company is, you know, provides great tools and great resources, but what if you don't utilize them? It's on you how to utilize them. Uh, you know, so when you have that mindset of uh, entrepreneurship in whatever job you are going that you want to have the success, you know exactly what you, are, you want to do in year two, year three, year five, uh, and work on implementation. If you don't own your career, uh, you know, uh, then don't blame anyone else. It's in your hand, 100%. It's in your hand. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you. I love that. Love that. And and so what about actually letting people know what it is you want? So once you've created that plan, what's the best approach? Because there, there's a school of thought. And I, I was this person many, many years ago, where I thought that by just working really hard, people would mm. recognize how good I was. And I get promoted but what i then quickly learned was that is not the case you've got to you know speak to people you've got to let people know what it is you want so what's your view on that
1: so so once once you've got your plan ready for your your, your career once you know what you want to do i will definitely uh, say that you know try to have a mentor you know share share that uh, with your own mentor uh, as well, uh, and always be honest with your mentor in, in sharing your uh, uh, your your success plan because it's like you have created that plan because you believe that this is how it will work out, but your mentor will see from a different eye set and uh, might advise you that hey by the way you also have xy skills by the way to reach to this goal you may want to uh, try out in these xyz organizations uh, so this is something that i will always recommend that you know uh, try to take advice on your success plan from uh, other experienced colleague or you know uh, have a mentor because it's important uh, to uh, to take uh, advice uh, from from a different uh, colleague or, or a different mentor. Uh, and sometimes you know doing that they might also help you to highlight what are your weakness are. so, uh, so sometimes you know you know quite a lot of your strengths but you don't know of your weakness. So your mentor might highlight that weakness as well, that, hey, you know, this is that you have to fulfill this. So always share that. Uh, The second thing I will always advise that whenever you want to take another job, always make sure that by taking this X job you're promoted, does that match to your five years vision? Do you think by by taking this job that you will be able to score your next four or five years of a job? Then go for it but uh, this is exactly you know you might be feeling that you're promoted but then after year five oh I'm not able to do that then is that was the right move so always when you make a next move think one more move ahead (laughs) that was I I will I I, I will I will I will say that so your next move should be your a step above future move
0: Mm -hmm. great advice there definitely um And I completely agree. And I like what you say there about, you know, having a mentor, speaking to other experienced people in your team, in your organisation to to get some feedback. Um, One of the things I talk about with personal branding is that it's others' perceptions of you. So we all have our perception of how we show up, of how we come across to people. But really, when it comes to your career or being in the workplace, you know, if you want to advance your career, it's gonna be about how other people perceive you. So you want to align those two, which means having those conversations, eliciting that feedback and then seeing where there are gaps because mm-hmm. your mentor might say, you know, this is these are your top key three sort of strengths or what you bring, the value that you bring. And you might be feeling, well, actually, there's something that I think is, is one of my biggest selling points and, and he or she's not acknowledged that. Where's the gap there? Why do I think that it's obvious? And why is it people aren't seeing that? And what do I need to do differently so that the next time I have that conversation, my mentor can recognize that and and, and share, you know? So it's understanding those gaps, but it's also getting that feedback from people so you can understand how you're being perceived, what your reputation is ultimately. What people are saying about you so that you know, what do I need to adjust, shift, position, Mm -hmm. Or speak up more about so that I can position myself well for my next role.
1: Correct. The, and, and the one one advice I also I mean I have I received this advice from my very first mentor. <laughs> uh, uh, the two things he 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 told me, you know, venture outside your comfort zone. Uh, keep keep punching outside your comfort zone, and uh, and uh, and the second thing that. Uh, Shirad, there will be always uh, a perception. The question is, the question is how you digest that. So there will be always a perception, uh, you know, that is, that is, that is for their, uh, in, in whole life, uh, within, within your own professional circle, your own personal circle, there will be a perception, but make sure that uh, that perception, you know, because sometimes what happens is when there's too much of perception created, few or many sometimes it happens that they they always feel that oh why I'm not doing this right or why I'm not or why but don't 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 get diluted into that let the people have their perception you keep focused on your goals you keep going people will always you know they're always going to share perception they will never change but what should is that you learn from the perception don't allow that perception to affect you on your goals you keep going.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Keep going. Very, very important. I agree. Yeah, and that's that's really good advice. And, and so, tell me then, what's the best advice that you've received that's had the biggest impact on your career?
1: Uh, <laughs> uh, it's a it's a, it's a bit a tricky one. Uh, see, when when people talks talking about you quite a lot. I mean, again, that is from my mentor only. That they're quite talking about you quite a lot in a good way, uh, in a sarcastic way, or whatever it is, uh, you know. Uh, that or maybe it's in a negative way. It means that you're on a path of success. <laughs> so, so, so when people are talking, so, so, uh, so, so same, same. You know, I will repeat the same advice that uh, which just I share related to the uh, to the to perception that let the perception go, whatever it is. Make sure that that you adapt to those perception. B, you digest them, but you don't allow them to impact on your goals. So so keep going, and 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 I will repeat the same thing. That the biggest impact uh, in my career, the best advice was that punch outside your comfort zone. Try to do something. Try to do something out of the box. You know anything, whatever you do, you know in your in your professional life try to be creative you know just don't don't be a follower uh, that that was advice that you know just don't follow make sure that uh, that you create a benchmark and you create some kind of an uh, innovation so so that's all you know and i think i think i think you know hitting outside your comfort zone that actually helps you to come out your weakness zone
0: yeah I'm just making some notes here, and I love I love what you just said there, you know, about creating your own benchmark, not being a follower, don't you know, don't be a follower. You go back to what you said earlier about being an entrepreneur, having an entrepreneur mindset, even as somebody who's employed in an organization, you can do that and, and oh. outside your comfort zone, which is something I talk about a lot. Um, simply because I recognized by taking those risks, trying new things, it's right you recognize what you're really capable of. You create right. possibilities for yourself, which you otherwise wouldn't, you'd miss out on.
1: Yeah, and and, and the reason I said about that earlier about entrepreneurship, whether you're working for a company as well, it's important that mindset, because if I'm in charge of a global clients and partners, then you, know, you have to run it that, is it your own company? You have to have that mindset, that only you'll be able to, to provide the best service uh, you will be able to create the trust, uh, internally, externally, and together you will have that, that result. Don't just depend that company will do that. No, own it. <laughs> own it your responsibility.
0: Yeah, yeah absolutely. And, and so tell me then, just to, to finish off, from your experience, your knowledge, what would you say is the future of technology?
1: Anything you try to do, you know, anywhere uh, in your personal stuff, you know, you're connected with uh, with mobile, with social media. In a professional, you're connected with your with your with all the uh, gadgets uh, or your tools, uh, you know, or even wherever you're traveling, you are connected with the technology, hospitality, you're connected with technology, medical, you're with technology. Uh, any, anything you, you try to do, it starts with technology to be to be to be honest yes you know the, there is always a saying that you know that too much technology is there but then we are living in that world and technology provides uh, ease and service uh, i mean quite funny that i, I had my first laptop uh, when i was around about uh, 19 years old uh, my niece and nephew uh, 3 and 4 they know how to play, how to play with the phones and with the with the laptops. And to be honest, uh, uh, from now they have this. I mean, uh, imagine in pandemic, who have thought that your schools will be running on all the phone calls, on the Zoom meetings? I mean, for us, uh, Zoom uh, Teams got introduced. We were excited, or the Skype for business calls. We were excited uh, that also when we were working in the <laughs> for a long time in this uh, in this industry, uh, the little ones they know about Zoom calls. Hey, Papa, are you on Zoom call? Yes, <laughs> me too, <laughs> you know? So, so it's like, you know, they're having Zoom calls, they're having team calls, so, so that's why I see that, you know, that technology technology is universe for me. Yeah. I hope that answers your question.
0: Absolutely does. And I think, you know, it's, it's been emphasized even more over the last 18 months with the pandemic because we've had to turn to, even as you've just given examples, even more technology just to keep going, to stay in contact with people, to connect, you know, as you said, whether it was healthcare, it's hospitality. Everything you think about is touched in some way by technology. So it is the absolute future, it's exciting. And you just don't know what is possible now. You know, I look back to, to your example there of, of, of children using tech at such a young age. Um, for me, the mobile phone, I think I was about 24, 25. So I went through university and everything, no phone. And you look at the kids now and they're all like you know in touch with the parents or if they're at uni you know you can phone it it's just like day to day it's just accepted it's normal whereas you know, 20 years 30 years ago that was not the case at all and no. so, so much has changed again like you you know my first computer <clears throat> pc was i think after i graduated so early 20s is when i first purchased a pc oh, yeah. so now i see my friends kids like little kids with their laptops working away and it's just oh my goodness that the world has completely changed and a lot of that is, is through technology sort of impacting everyone everywhere
1: it is it is it is and also you know uh, if you if you if you see that uh, uh, the way the foundations also there as exactly said you say that uh, at x generation you know in our generation the uh, when we are going to the schools or unis or, or you know uh, technology got connected in our generation at uni level at universities level at the kids level is from kindergarten <laughs> from, <laughs> it's connected from the kindergarten so there's a big shift on that as well so uh, imagine that they are used to it from now uh, uh, on, the, on the technology gadget so this is where I said that you know uh, that that generations has changed uh and we are evolving with technology
0: yeah totally we are evolving with technology yeah it's is <laughs> <technology's laughs> ahead of us right <laughs> it is yeah. it is it is so on on that note i think it's a nice note to finish on chair i really appreciate your time today thank you so much for taking time out to chat with me yeah. it's been an absolute pleasure Are you an aspiring executive in the technology industry who is struggling with perhaps feeling stuck or even stagnant in your current role or possibly being overlooked for promotion, a pay rise or bonus or possibly struggling with discovering new career opportunities? If this is you, then I invite you to join me on my next career success masterclass, where I will introduce you. To the Aspiring Execs Roadmap and share with you the exact five steps to create a successful career in 2023. So, click on the link in the show notes to check out the dates available, pick the one that suits you and register your spot today. And I look forward to you joining me on the next Career Success Masterclass. See you then. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already done so. And if you enjoyed and gained value from today's episode, then do please leave a review telling us your key learnings and what you enjoyed the most. And do please share this podcast with your friends and colleagues so we can spread the word on life leadership, creating a life of choice, freedom and new possibilities. Connect with me directly on LinkedIn and if you would like to learn more about how we can work together, either DM me on LinkedIn or email me. All details and resources can be found in the show notes.